Hi there, it's good to have you back on Living and Learn with me, Katie Caruan. Last time we chatted, I left you with a little cliffhanger, didn't I? Remember how I told you about transforming from a professional warrior to a dedicated unlearner? Let's catch up on that one. I want to share that story with you in specific today just because it exemplifies the method that I use with a lot of my clients as well. You know, it was a shock, (laughs) to be honest, when my mentor, who is an internationally acclaimed business mentor and author of management books, decided to dub me a warrior, not a warrior, a warrior. I, who considered certain family members and friends to be warriors. I, who felt puzzled by other professionals who weren't bold enough to make those tough decisions out of worry. And I, who made it my living to be of service to those exact professionals. After a good hard look in the mirror, I decided it was time to act. I really wanted to change that habit. I just couldn't put the insight to rest. It was like a mission. I was on a mission to stop worrying unnecessarily. That meant that I really had to unlearn some very deep rooted patterns in my own behavior. And I needed also to become more curious about myself before I could be of any real service to my own clients. So I'll share some of that confusion with you, the missteps, the slip-ups, and how I finally found a method that seems to work. Now, the big question might be, did I really stop worrying or did I just redirect it? Stick with me and you'll find out. So how did I go about to approach unlearning this challenge of mine? I did not want to keep that label of being a worrier. In all my confusion, I wrote in a colleague and she agreed to keep an eye on me. You know, having an accountability partner is really good because he or she might help you see things about yourself that you are blind to and also might zoom out to help you see the bigger picture and also find the red threads to start pulling in order to understand why you have been keeping up with this behavior over time. Together with my accountability partner, we unearthed something. My worry genes went actually into overdrive whenever my values were online, especially when I was hit with the S-word, shame. Yeah, that gnawing feeling for not doing what I should have done, for chickening out on investments that I should have made, or for letting people down. Unlearning is like trying to catch a soap in the shower. First, you've got to catch yourself when you start slipping. I got that down. Then it's about practicing to stand firm. When that sneaky feeling of shame emerged, I 
defaulted into a what-if mode. And at first I tried to steer the way I was thinking, trying to navigate through the traffic jam, but it was just, you know, a bust. And I failed. That did not work at all. Over and over again, I realized that I just gravitated to scenario thinking about the future, worrying about it. After all, this was a habit that used to serve me quite well in the past. I felt in control when I was able to line up many possible outcomes. I felt in control when I defaulted to worrying. I imposed a rule on myself. It was in fact a 24-hour buffer before responding when my triggers were triggered. I allowed myself to sleep on it, to be honest. And over time, I realized I could let my thoughts run wild, but not let them drive me crazy like before. I didn't have to act on my thoughts. I didn't have to use so much energy on all the what-ifs. And that seemed to work. Today, I still find myself worrying sometimes, but I quickly catch myself and I use my 24-hour rule. I'm not trying to uh, eliminate worrying. I'm just determined not to give it too much impact. And I am grateful for the relief and the general sense of well-being that this brings. Whether you tend to turn into a worrier, a procrastinator, or someone who buys one too many shoes at the sale, here is the thing. The process of unlearning can set you free. Use three steps, like I did. First of all, identify the issue and your new desired behavior. Secondly, find ways to practice the new behavior. Involve people around you for discovery and not at least accountability. And finally, reflect on your insights and be nice to yourself. You're not looking to become a perfect unlearner. You're just learning to become better at unlearning. I hope this simple example helps you identify some areas where you might benefit from unlearning and that you might become a bit more curious about what you can do to actually unlearn certain behaviors that are not serving you anymore. Next time, we're going to tackle the big scary world of unlearning when it comes to making a bold career decision. And especially when it's triggered by surprise, when it's triggered by something totally unexpected. So stay tuned for the next episode and we will dive into that more in detail. Remember, take a moment now to think about what we chatted about today and how we can help you and learn some things that are beneficial to you. And why not swing by my website, leaderindemand.com. You may also sign up for my LinkedIn newsletter, Learning to Unlearn, to get more inspiration and uh, become more curious about your potential for unlearning. Until we meet again, keep shaking things up and embracing the new. I'm looking forward to sharing that 
career curveball challenge in mind next time. Until then, happy unlearning.